Welcome back to Trending in Education. Dan Strafford, Brandon Jones, and Michael Palmer. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about the script spelling bee, a recent live broadcast ended in an eight-way tie atop the ranks for the top speller in the nation. We'll talk about that and a little bit more on today's episode. Always like to check in first. Brandon, how are you doing? And if you could spell out each word for me, that'd be great. I'm doing well. W-E-L-L. Well, Dan, well. Uh, thanks for asking. I like the script spelling bee. I, I do like remembering it when it was a single winner that would win the script spelling bee. Yes. Um, but uh, B season, that was a good movie about the spelling bee. I was a fan of that. Um, Spellbound is another one. Yeah. So uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm doing I'm doing well. I'm I'm looking forward to talking a little spelling at you. There, it sounds good. Also, the uh, 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee is a great musical. If anyone wants to go see that uh, as well, uh, audience Mike, participation in that one, right? That There's, is true. Yeah, that is true. Mike, how about yourself? Uh, I'm I'm doing well. I enjoy the the spelling bee. I enjoy uh, academic contests. We've talked a little bit about mental athletes and testing uh, the bounds of human cognition. Uh, and I would uh, echo uh, part of what made this interesting is the fact that it was an eight way tie. Um, so I think there's a lot to reflect on about that. Uh, and uh, and then it's also I was reflecting a lot more on spelling just in general. And, uh, you know, the importance of spelling in a world, in a world where there's spell check uh, either at our fingertips or automatically, automatically built into what we're writing in real time. The whole act of spelling and the cognitive process in memorizing words and, uh, and gaming the spelling bee contest itself. Um, I think there's a lot of uh, relevance uh, to it. And, uh, and for whatever reason, the eight-way tie... Uh, you know, I was joking about, uh, you know, get off my lawn, you kids with your, uh, your eight way ties. So, uh, so I think there's a, there's plenty for us to talk about. As we uh, dive in, you, you can watch the broadcast. You can go to any article. We'll share a few uh, on Twitter around this, uh, but an eight way tie because they ran out of words is what the official ruling was. And, and time was obviously of the essence as well as the, the broadcast kept going. But Mike, it seems as though much like everything in life, uh, students, kids are preparing for this and are prepping for it and are getting better and better as technology gets better and they can prepare. Is, is it time for a change? Is it a time for something to be done differently? Or, or does scripts need to just level up the amount of words they bring to the spelling bee? Yeah, definitely that last point. So uh, scripts, who I did a little research, you know, the EW Scripts Company, uh, you know, media newspaper company who diversified its portfolio and began... Uh, sponsoring the National Spelling Bee um, relatively recently. Like the Spelling Bee itself has been around since 1925. The first winning word in the 1925 Spelling Bee was gladiolus. Mm. So gladiolus. Yeah. Would uh, either of you like to... And the pips or... Yes, exactly. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, so... Uh, Scripps uh, is now sponsoring it, and I feel like they're getting good um, name recognition. Like I, when I think of Scripps now, I think of the spelling bee. Uh, but now when I think of Scripps, I think about not being totally prepared for the contest that you're sponsoring. So I, I, do, I do find it surprising that they couldn't winnow the field down more. And I think that's really on Scripps more so than on uh, the kids. 
the kids all got a trophy out of it. They all won. Uh, they all there's like a scholarship, and they're all they all tied at the top. But I do think that is um, that is something that is in some ways zeitgeisty too. So like we do talk about how you know participation trophies uh, and uh, you know just just coming out and playing is its own reward. Um, so uh, I do I thought that was that was another reason why this was relevant. Um, and then I do think to your point, Dan, like it's probably time to be more surprising and innovative in the contest formats themselves. Um, you know, we're, we may get a little bit to the James uh, Holhauser uh, domination of Jeopardy recently, which was similar in terms of these uh, contests are gameable. And, uh, and I do think it's relevant in terms of teaching game theory and sort of getting inside the scoring mechanisms to just be smart about cracking the code. Um, so I think there's a lot of relevance to us at Kaplan too. Um, but uh, but my, my first take is, come on, Scripps, get your act together. You know, an eight-way tie, you could do better than that. So uh, The Octochamps. The octo, they are called the Octochamps. So yeah. I, did, I did like that part. Yeah. The Octochamps. Yeah. I, I, I think it is interesting. Um, I mean, at, at a certain fundamental level, spelling, there's only kind of one format, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I, I suppose maybe I'm just thinking too inside the BOX, but like there, it seems like there are things that just need to be the things that they are. And spelling is one of them. Like you, you have to, to spell something, you got to spell it. And if you're only testing spelling, you're only spelling it. Yes, but they do include, could I get the definition? Yeah, so like at certain levels, at certain, at certain rounds, it could drop. Can you use it in a sentence or can I get the definition? Can I get the part of speech? Right. Yeah, I think because they can, there are tactics that can be taught to be contestants. To BEE contestants. BEE contestants. Yeah. By the way, BEE stands for a gathering, not the... Not the little uh, insect. Yeah, that's so, good. Uh, so Although they like playing on the insect. Like, this, they like do. the spelling bee is bzzzing around. Like <laughs> exactly. in all of their, like all of their uh, creative, it's sure. all full of bees. A lot of yellow and black, yeah. for sure. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I did, I, I think it's, it is, um, to me, spelling is only part of the solution. Like if they're asking for the definition, I, I right. find vocabulary to be more interesting as a test. You know, do people actually know what the word means? Can they use the word effectively in a sentence? So like- So you could turn that, could you use it in a sentence around on the, on the contestant? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like I'm saying, come on scripts. Although there's a little bit of a callback to the timelessness of the spelling bee. Um, I just think it, this may be a sign that the, traditional format of the spelling bee is past its expiry date like we may actually uh, either choose a new bee uh, or uh, to be a little more surprising so that you can't go in over prepped because because some of these kids are like they're serious i want to talk about that in a second just as we're sticking on format could they not just accelerate into the more difficult words more quickly sure right so you know, there's going to be separating the seed from the chaff. Mm-hmm. There's, there's too much seed, apparently, is what we're getting these days, yeah, right? Yeah, and the, yeah. the chaff, you know, there, it falls away. But, like, if you got to the very, very, very difficult words, soon, because it was, it was, like, partly that they, the, they ran out of the most difficult words. Right. 
but it's because they only had X number of rounds of difficult words prepared. Correct. And there are more difficult words mm -hmm. than were being tested. Yes. Um, and I, more, more uh, participants got through than they expected as well. Correct. So, right. Yeah. So that you burn through your most difficult words when you're expecting there to be two or three and you have eight or 12 or 16, however many were left in this, the, you know, the, the group that got to the most difficult words. Um, I'm not saying that they shouldn't also change the format. I'm, I'm with you. Like we're putting scripts on blast and saying, Hey, let's, let's time, time to modernize this. Yes. Ye oldie B uh, throwers. Yes. Um, but, uh, but it does seem like if, if they aren't willing or able, so this would be able, um, or sorry, I guess we'd be willing. They aren't willing to make that change. There, there are things even within the existing construct of the B that they could do to get to more likely a more likely outcome of having a single winner. Yeah, I think so. Although exactly, it's still more likely, right? Because we're assuming human fallibility will win. Like the, that's the whole idea of a spelling bee really is to disqualify everyone but one person. Correct. And assume that the error rate of your contestants is going to be so high that you can do this in a reasonable amount of time without driving your audience uh, to snores or tears or both. Well, that's another thing you could do. You could make it like a really uh, an endurance test where right. you take this and it's like a game of cricket, which right. goes on for right. like, and not the cricket they play in international friendlies, but like the, like the several day long events. Like, yes. you know, uh, okay, we're on round 150. Right. You know, see how, see how you're doing. Like it's going to, no sleeping. No juice for yes. these kids. I don't right. know. What do eighth graders drink? Juice? Uh, yeah. no, no, no milky? Yeah. No, not like nothing for them. Right. They just got to be up there until they drop. Maybe they have to stand. Yeah, the whole time. They just stand they can, the whole time. They can't time. even sit. Yeah. No. And I saw a lot of them were doing like the dap too. I don't know if you saw no that. No dapping. They, they That's they the other thing like, I would say. They were doing like little dan little victory dances. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I'd, and I think the related point, we talk a lot about the future of work and automation and uh, the blending of human and uh, artificial intelligence. Um, there's something quaint about a spelling bee because it does harken back to a simpler time before a spell check. But right. let's be real, like spell checks out there. Um, some of us turn it off. Like I turn it off just because I don't want to, I don't want to get lazy about my spelling. But I, but I think I'm probably the exception nowadays. And how relevant is spelling, just like how relevant is handwriting to, uh, to contemporary education? I'd be curious what you guys think, because uh, it almost feels like some of the fundamentals are important, but the, the idea of trying to be as amazingly skilled as these kids are in this yep. particular capacity, it's probably not particularly adaptive you know like i don't know maybe it maybe it's helping that helping their dating game i don't know but beyond that it's probably not particularly advantageous to dedicate this much time exclusively to spelling right i mean i think they're within that circle though yeah like you're dating if you're like if you're one of those eight your dating game is strong i think sure yeah um plus imagine like your kid will be for sure spelling straight out the womb yeah gladiolus I, I spelled you i would have spelled it with an as i think probably at the end well, um yeah gladiolus i i uh, i've spelled you right in uh in kindergarten yeah um yeah i, I do think and, and this i think we should talk a little bit about the prep uh how these students prepared yeah. and i think it's interesting to talk you know this is a cultural phenomenon also where indian americans are 
outsized yes. in terms of their um, performance and the likelihood that they will that the champion or co-champion this year mm -hmm. will be uh, a student who is Indian American. Mm -hmm. um, I have to believe that uh, the preparation that goes in and the persistence, those skills are translatable. Sure. Now you are spending a lot of time on spelling. Like yes. you, you yes. spent a lot of time. I'm pretty sure I can say, I, I haven't talked to any of these children, but I, I can say with, with a high degree of confidence, it's been a long time practicing. Yes. Like the, a lot of word practice. For sure. Um, but that those, those same skills are relevant for other fields. And mm -hmm. I would guess if you, uh, I haven't done this, but if you look at, you know, finalists to take a bigger sample size than just winners, but finalists from the script spelling bee over the last 20 years, I would bet that they have a higher instance of, you know, more success in either academic or in professional pursuits. I think that'd be actually, would be interesting to see how spelling bee winners do sure. uh, at life. Yep. Are they just good at spelling? Or are they just good at, or you know, can they be good at life too? Yeah. I would bet that they are more likely to be more good at more life things. At least more academic things for sure. Or, or but a lot of like, this is a lot of grit. There's a lot of uh -huh. grit in spelling. Cause spelling like it's, from all the things that I've seen, I think B season is a, is, is a uh, novel, not a, uh, um, not about script spelling bee, but like all the things that I've seen where there's either dramatic or actual presentations, like it's not fun. Sure. It's a lot of drill. Like there's a lot of drill to this sure. skill. 100%. But that grit, that grit matters. I bet that they succeed uh, in non-academic oh. things at a higher instance than non-spelling B uh, finalists. It I mean, if that extends to like athletic endeavors or, or other, like that, it would be interesting to see fair. how. how <laughs> I mean, I'll, in fairness, we are seeing these kids in there in eighth grade, like the they most are. awkward, yeah. the most awkward not, age for I'm all not, these children. I'm not trying to, trying to tear them down. Like, oh, I, I sized I, these I, kids I, up. I was I, like, I, I could dunk on you <laughs> quite literally. But, uh, but, and I think your point about grit is, is a good one. It does remind me of when we were talking about moonwalking with Einstein and cognitive hacks and mental athletes and memory challenges, all of which are, you know, tremendous testimony to the power of the human intellect to master a wide range of skills that are then translatable into other skills. I just wonder if there's a way to design a contest that is less, um, purely a uh, mental exercise? Like, is there something that is more uh, relevant to day-to-day -day life? Because I do think the relevance of being able to spell extremely obscure words, that time could have probably been spent demonstrating mastery in a different way by learning something else. Mm -hmm. And what I'm, I'm not sure what that is, but it does feel like Again, there's a little bit of a callback to a simpler time and a sense of comfort that we get to like, I remember when the Little Rascals did this, you know, like it's right. like something harkens back to, you know, 1925 when the first National Bee happened. But like, is there some kind of like data literacy bee or is there some kind of, you know, um, like dynamic novel problem solving uh, B. B. Uh, yeah. And I don't know if those are as marketable. Is it a both and or is it instead? Like, would you, would you say, and if, if your choice, yeah. is, choice here was binary either, yeah. we add some additional Bs with things that are more, more either relevant or more interesting yeah. or uh, less uh, narrowly defined, 
or yeah. we n- move away from the existing bee to just those things. Like, are you euthanizing the bee? The spelling bee? Yes. Uh, I think only spelling as a bee, yeah. I would euthanize. Mm. I, uh, you seem to be leaning towards an idea that I like, which is like a like a B-cathlon. A B-cathlon. Yeah, where, I like B-cathlon is great. Where you're, you got like multiple mental events. Def, like, you, you know, like maybe like the spelling bee is the equivalent of the, the marathon at the end or like whatever the most, not the marathon, but they do like, like 15,000, whatever, like the long run that's at the end of the decathlon. 50,000 meter, yeah. 50,000 meters. So like, is there a way to kind of design this so that it culminates in, you know, it's, I'm almost imagining the X games sure. uh, corollary, <laughs> which is more like the, the, the intellectual games. Right. Uh, or maybe not even intellectual too, but like, could you do a trivia B in addition to the spelling B? Could you do a vocabulary B? Well, there is potentialites B. out oh. there would, um, would, would do, would do well. Yeah. I mean, like if you are, maybe you're not the, the best speller, but if you're a great speller, but also a great math kid or great uh, trivia kid or like that, that you could, you know, you could rise the top in terms of the Bcathlon. For sure. And I like the idea of surprising the contestants with novel questions. Cause like we've talked about that. Or like wolves. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But like, you know, cause we've talked about it even, you know, like we've, for both of us have uh, now our uh, Kaplan trivia champion. So congratulations. Thank you very much. It took Brandon. me uh, many years coming. You yeah. were, you got there earlier and I more did. often, I but did. I've joined the ranks. You joined the ranks. You got it. You got the coveted, I got the black hat, the coveted chip. Yes. Uh, so to speak. But um, there's been a lot of talk about designing the, our trivia. Like, and I, I believe you used to host trivia. I right? did. Yeah. Every so Tuesday. Like, so like trying to design those questions in ways that are harder to prep for and require a little bit on the fly reasoning uh, generally is what I think makes good uh, trivia. And I think that if we could design our bees in the future to be more um, testing what will be most relevant to humans in the future, I like that idea. Like, I like the idea of not like having some novelty, some surprise, some adaptability, uh, and then also maybe some ability to uh, extemporize or be in the moment and generate something novel and unexpected. Uh, I I dig this direction. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. What if uh, the trivia question, then the answer was the word you had to spell? Oh so you Ooh. add the layer of trivia and you know whatever the answer is then they have to they have to spell it to answer it so you, yeah. you add the layer of needing a very little complicated yeah, oh. yeah we gotta we gotta get a rules committee together i mean there's there's a lot it's a cabal uh, that needs to be yeah i think if you're summoned. out if you're out there you have ideas we'd love we'd love to hear you uh and uh and maybe you know scripts got some brand play by sponsoring this and <laughs> yeah. clearly they're not fully in command of the whole B zone. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe there's a little something in here for us. You know, could we organize something new? I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe our listeners have ideas. 
maybe we could try to flesh this out a little further. But uh, I think the Bicathlon could play. I yeah. think that's. I think that could be good. Yeah. I would just just to let the record state. I would still advocate for the tradition. Yeah. The existing spelling bee. Yeah. Which I think Scripps is like has already staked its 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 yeah. kind of territory around that. Sure. As part of a Bicathlon. Ooh, got it. Right where there are like sure. a series of events. Yeah. One of those events could yeah. be an existing uh, like ye olde B. Yeah. Uh, with I think you know maybe some tweaks there, but um, I I do think it's um it's a it's a fun and wholesome way for children to work really hard at something only marginally relevant. <laughs> yes. And I think that it's okay to have those things in the world. Yeah. Um. But uh. But let's let's get creative. Let's uh. Let's add. We've got. We need to have. I guess you don't need actually nine more events for a Bcathlon. Who knows how many events are in a Bcathlon? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, more than one. Right. Because otherwise it's just the script spelling bee. Right, right. Uh, but I, I think that could be fun. It could be fun. And then I guess a related thought is like what besides spelling would be a relevant set of things to be on. Right. I think know? that da- data or like um, something mathy. Yeah. Right, um, something logic-y, like uh, yes, reasoning, uh, logic puzzles, sure. reasoning, yeah. word problems, those kinds of things. Yeah. There is actually a uh, National Geography right. Bee. Yes, yeah, National that Geographic, yep. Um, uh, we have, I think, uh, actually in our, on our staff here, a, a winner of the National Geography oh, Bee. Nice. So um, I think that one is interesting. Yeah. And um, you, know, you learn a lot about the world that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are other things too, I'm sure. Yeah. And, and interestingly, like, I guess I think we did want to hit on the prep, the spell prep well, yeah. space too. We should is talk about like, that. You know, like why I think this stuff is relevant. Jeopardy also relevant to Kaplan is that, um, you know, these are high stakes performative endeavors that are scored and are competitive and, you know, test prep, Kaplan test prep in particular has proven that you can get better with prep and it's interesting to see how broadly applicable that mindset is and how increasingly you're seeing it in these types of mental contests so did you want to talk a little bit about the the uh spelling bee prep i believe a former winner uh launched a successful uh bee prep spelling bee prep yeah that's venture. right that's right so spell pundit um which if you and oh, i'm sorry that's the name of the <laughs> that wasn't a declarative yeah. uh, well it wasn't a command yeah okay sorry um so by the desari family d-a-s-a-r-i the desari family from texas yeah if you could um, just spell texas t-e-x-a-s yes uh t-e-j-a-s um so there are uh that family so the um uh the older i guess daughter and the younger uh son um, are themselves recent scripts finalists. Uh, this doesn't say that they are winners, but finalists, that's, you know, that's nothing to shake a S-T-I-C-K at. Um, so they founded it and uh, it has, it's, it's just word prep. So it gives them lists of words as, as the founders actually say, it's the speller's hard work. We just give them the words. Um, but it is a, a resource that, uh, that six of the eight, six of the Octochamps yes. um, used to prepare. Uh-huh. Uh, most of these, the, the finalists and you know, previous year's winners have, have personal coaches. Everybody is prepping. And I think that they are not just prepping with mom or dad mm-hmm. um, or you know, older brother or sister. 
they're prepping with actual commercial resources in some cases. Yeah. And it's a big deal. Like I think that, you know, one, if you're a spelling bee, if you're the script spelling bee champion winner, even co-winner, that stays with you for the rest of your life. Yes. And two, I imagine in your community, it's an extra, you know, there's, there's an extra sort of badge of honor that you've gotten, especially in a community that really values uh, that. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think that it's, uh, I'm sure that every one of them prepped in some way. Mm-hmm. The fact that six of the eight of them used this resource, I think is, that's a pretty good sign yeah. for that resource. Yeah, and it, agreed. And Spell it, Pundit also. Uh, Trending in Education also not brought to you by Spell Pundit. Can you get the word root? Oh, I'm sorry. You're not telling me. I'm very suggestible. But uh, but yeah, and then uh, I think the related question, like really around novelty, uh, is uh, how would, are there any ways to give a fair test of these types of things that people won't be able to game going in, that people won't be able to prep? So like, are there mental contests that, you can think of off the top of your head. Cause even Jeopardy, like the James, James Holhauser who just lost, uh, but, but had a heck of a run there and just missed Ken Jennings. Uh, $900. Yeah. yeah very, very close to, uh, to what, what, uh, what Ken Jennings did, you know, he, he was enormously prepared and it was very clear. And he was also very intentional in how he attacked the game board and understood the scoring mechanisms and all those kinds of things. I do like the idea of presenting uh, mental athletes, contestants with something surprising in a way that is more difficult to uh, prepare for. I just can't think of any examples of that. I mean, maybe, maybe because you did some debate. Uh, I didn't. I mean, I've I've debated. Okay. But, um, or I, rhetoric or something. No, nah, not really. You're just a rhetoric. Rhetor- I, I, I am. Rhetor- I'm. I'm a, I'm a bit of a sophist. I'm sure too. Oh, but that's uh, true. yeah. Yeah, I, I won a, a speaking prize when I was in uh, high school. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was it was good. I, I talked about baseball. It was a lot of Americana, family. Um, I uh, I was the, the the young girl in the uh, my speech. I was pitching to her, hit her in the butt. I don't know if I don't were able to say this, but it was like it's awesome. You know, this yeah. is uh, this is back in uh, high school, right? Right. Um, so yeah, I've I've got a little a little practice at uh, speech and debate, but that was still more about prep, right? It, it was, was about less prep, yeah. less about extemporaneous. I guess maybe improv, but even then, improv takes a lot of prep. So, so I guess maybe the takeaway is that prep matters. I think prep matters. Yeah. I think we're the, by brought to you by this, this the company that provides this podcast. Yeah. Prep matters. Yeah, yeah, and be on the lookout for the Kaplan uh, Bicathlon. Look, I can't wait. <laughs> if you have ideas for for categories, we'd we'd love to hear you. Obvi- obviously, we'll come up with some on our own, but uh, but we'd love to love to hear other ideas. Uh, any any other thoughts from you, uh, Dan, as we wrap? I think it's uh, one of those almost sounds like you want the Hunger Games for, for B, Bcathlon where you get uh, something thrown out of you out of nowhere and you still have to spell on the fly. But yeah. uh, it would be a fun thing to watch uh, as, as those movies and books proved out. Can you, can you spell while dodging a wrench? <laughs> yeah. Another good film. Uh, let's uh, close it there. Uh, I don't have uh, much further to add to what the discussion was already. I do think uh, next year's will be intriguing to see if scripts changes things up or if they just try to roll out the, the same uh, exact process. Hey, Dan. As, yes. Do you think they might flip the scripts? Oh, I like it. They may just do that, Mike. They may just do that. Uh, find us over on Twitter. If you have ideas for the Beacathlon, love to hear them uh, at Trenny and Ed. 
uh, trendingineducation.com, trendingnet on Facebook as well. We're with you every Tuesday, have extras coming out as well during the week. Happy to hear from you as well on topics that you want to hear us discuss uh, or share via Twitter or Facebook. Thanks so much for listening, as always, to Trending in Education. <laughs>